This podcast is an RPPFM production. The following episode contains some coarse language and descriptions of graphic violence. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to I Think My Fridge is Haunted. Yeah, we didn't even plan that. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, we dovetailed. We dovetailed. Guys, we've got a special guest this this episode. We saw, we do. I'm so excited. It's, it's our, our first, first guest. guest. Oh, well. <laughs> and it's not Snowball the... Snowbell. The, Snowbell the first. Snowbell. Even though it's here and it's staring right at our producer, Chris. Snowbell the Furby tags along to our recording sessions now yeah and now snowbell has a oh yes um new hat it is a tinfoil conspiracy hat because we've just been talking about so many conspiracies and i think maybe snowbell doesn't want to be a government furby anymore i don't know look at its dead eyes it looks like um scott Mar- morrison a little bit oh don't say that yuck Ew. yuck it's got the genital face <sighs> I cannot stand Scomo. Uh, we're not supposed to be political on this show. Yeah, guys. Uh, Except when I do the the um, con- government conspiracy episode. That's the only time we get con- <laughs> we get political. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, facts from the freezer. Do you have one? I have yes. one. I've got. I, I've got a good one. because today. Oh yeah, theme. We have a theme today. We have a theme. The theme is vampires. Ooh. And that has something to do with our special guest as well. So my fact from the freezer is that bats can eat up to 1,200 mosquitoes in one hour and can consume their body weight in insects every night, which helps to keep bug populations from getting out of control. I had a heart attack because my fact is about bats too. And I'm like, this this bitch has taken my fact. That's a good fact. Thank you. I love bats. Bats are amazing. I love them. I love love um, going because obviously we live by the beach and... Mm. Have you ever been down by the beach sort of just after sunset and yes. you see all the little tiny, tiny bats? Babies. And they're crazy. And they're they're just like so fast they're and they so make fast. noises. So when I, I lived them. in Sydney, there were flying foxes. The big ones. They're big as cats. They're and huge. they fly in like flocks and it's nuts. And they're noisy. They're incredible. Yeah, yeah. they're great. Yeah, Love yeah, them. yeah. Okay, my bat fact is vampire bats. I'm um, see. I'm. I know it off by heart because Jackson. <laughs> shout out to you, Jackson. Has been drilling me to say this fact for weeks. Oh, really? Okay, vampire bats. They don't suck the blood of their victims. They slit it and then they lap up the blood. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. Yeah, which is cute. Like a little. Like when, what you do when you go and get frozen yogurt. Like. Like, yeah, actually, yeah, like, if I've got yogurt and I'll put it on my finger and one of my rats will, like, go, nom, 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 nom. Yeah. Yeah. My cat does that with cheese. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Shall we introduce our incredible guest? Yes. Let's do it. I'm so excited. You do the honors. Okay. So today we have someone who is quite mel- well known on the Melbourne, Very shall we say, well dark 
pinup scene. Yes, girl. Shall we say? Please welcome Sky Medusa. Woo! Thanks, guys. <laughs> I'm really excited to break your guest virginity yes. on the oh. show. <laughs> um, Consider yeah. it broken. <laughs> yeah, thanks Blood for having everywhere. me. Blood <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what you do. Yes. Yeah. I already know what you do, but tell the people. The people that are listening. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll take the dark pinup scene as a and run with that. So, yeah, I've been doing a bit of alternative modeling and acting and things um, for quite a few years now. And yep. uh, recently we have just started a YouTube channel called The Vampy Show. Amazing. Um, yeah, so we're very on theme for the podcast. Yes. Yep. And yeah, essentially it is the story of Vampy and what she gets up to in her undead life. Um, it's so Vampy the Vampire. Vampy the, the vampire. vampire. From Melbourne. From Melbourne, yes. <laughs> the down under vampire. So yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just all the funny situations she gets into in the modern time. She goes on the vampire Tinder app and I love she knows. Oh, she, that's cute. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, all sorts of, I guess, uh, modern things like that. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, it's just... I love it. I like of, it. Lots yeah, of yeah. eating of people and yes. lots of... She's uh, quite kinky too. Yeah. So um, <laughs> the Vampy Show is definitely aimed towards adult audiences. Um, growing up, obviously, I loved anything spooky, Adam's Family, mm-hmm. um, the monsters, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and now that I'm an adult and a massive horror fan, I was like, there's not really uh, too much... Uh, directed for us so yeah. i was sort of just set out to make what i wanted to watch awesome. so yeah. yeah awesome so, yeah. not safe for work what is <laughs> your what's your favorite horror movie oh god uh i have like top 100 uh, top 10 vampire five, five, five. five no 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 it doesn't have to be vampires oh you've put me on the spot okay um well if it was a vampire we'll do vampire films because otherwise okay. otherwise it's, it's like the what theme. genre you know yeah. like Slashes. What do, what do you prefer when you're like of the horror genre? Do you like slashes or do you like paranormal? I'm just like a horror whore. Handheld. I will watch anything, but um, I do like the aspect of the supernatural. Awesome. Um, love slashes as well, but when yep. I'm watching a guy with a gun or a knife, I'm like, oh, I could run away. Whereas, yep. you know, if it's like an exorcism or yes. you know, I'm not religious, but I'm still something. like, oh God. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It adds that extra fear factor of like, exactly. How do you fight a ghost? You don't. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah. But, but so, what? 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 Do you have a favorite? Yes and no. Uh, I have probably like a favorite of each genre. My favorite vampire movie changes all the time. At the moment, I'm really into Bram Stoker's Dracula. Awesome. Yep. It's just like the costumes are amazing. Oh yeah. The atmosphere is amazing. Yeah. It's. I want to live in that. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's Winona. It's Gary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got everything. <laughs> Creatures, bestiality. Yeah. Lesbian scenes. Did you say bestiality? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. I thought you said Christianity and I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, not, not as... I don't know which one's worse, Christianity yeah. or bestiality. <laughs> yeah. Gore? Uh, I'm a big gore fan. Yeah, I'm definitely a big gore fan. I'm probably a Freddy fan. Okay. I, I love Michael. I love Jason. Mm-hmm. I love I love all of them. Um, but I do like my husband's the Jason man and I'm the Freddy girl. So oh. we like to, I like to like grind his gears a bit and, you know. 
<laughs> we have little arguments. I'm like, Jason's just a mummy's boy. And, oh, my God. You know, he's just slow. And he's like, oh, well, Freddie touches up kids. And I'm like, oh, no, nah, he doesn't. And, <laughs> yeah, we have like these little arguments. So, yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, And I saw on your last episode, you actually interviewed a wildlife expert about bats. Yeah. I love that. We're really in sync today. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I volunteer at the Fly by Night uh, Bat Rescue Clinic. And yeah, like you girls, I love bats. Who better to look after bats than a vampire? Exactly. It's a nighttime job. It is. It is a little bit awkward. I feel like bats get a bad rap, and a lot of that has to do with vampires movies <laughs> well it's the I same guess. with like cats it's the same with yeah. rats like yeah get down to it they're beautiful little cuties mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with them exactly <laughs> yeah. same with the foxes oh i could go on they're so cute yeah all animals are good that's why yes. i only eat humans so yes <laughs> same actually <laughs> all right well shall we get on with our story yeah yes i'm excited uh, all right i'm gonna start off today okay girl and I, you know, well, I, I like the historical stuff. Yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah, I'm going to do a historical one. Yay. So I am going to tell you the story of Yuri Grando. Okay. The first recorded vampire in history. Oh, I know this one. Do you? Yes. Yes. Oh, that's cool. I, th- I think I, th- I think I know. Can I guess? Can I do a like a guess? Uh, yeah. Starts okay. in a yeah. cemetery. It involves a tombstone, uh, like a like a like an actual like one of those tomb buildings, what which people like back in the day. Oh, you mean a uh, what are those? They're like a grave, but they're a little house. This will be housekeeping Chris, for next Chris, week. What are they That's called? That's like my house. Uh, Mor- Mor- Morisium, Molisseum, Coliseum, Molestium, Mausoleum, Mausoleum. We got there. We got there. Thank you, Chris, our producer, frantically writing down the word that we can't read. (laughs) Okay. All right. This story takes place in a region of Europe called Istria. Mm. Exotic. In Mm. what is now Croatia. Oh. The village we are going to is Kringa. In modern day... We are only looking at a population of 315 people in Kringa. Oh, pause. My father is from Kringa. What? Get out. Okay, our <laughs> producer is the vampire in this story. We went to Istria, went, and then you went Kringa. So our producer... I have to go now because I am speechless. <laughs> Her Sorry, father you're going to have to do the rest from of the show. Kringa? Yeah. Wow, what are the odds? She's freaking out. She's, she's left I'm the room. I'm freaking out. You could be a descendant of Yuri Grando. Look, okay, last week I studied criminology. Last week we found out that Chris, our producer, already has a criminology degree. Um, I and now we say criminal out. She's then. probably related to the first vampire. <laughs> now oh, my God. Story. God damn. I'm losing it. Our producer is amazing. Yeah, she is. Oh, tits. my God. I'm just, she, she's the tits. <laughs> Well, my dad was from Frankston, so that's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. So, modern day Kringa has only 350 people, 315 people that live there. So, this would have been a really small place to live back in the 17th century. Yeah. 
Yure Grando was a villager of Kringa, and he had a wife called Ivana and two children, Anna and Nicola. Yure dies at quite an old age for the time, at 77. The year is 1656. He was buried at the local cemetery by Father Giorgio. In a what? Um, a mausoleum. <laughs> mausoleum. <laughs> I don't think it actually was a mausoleum. I'm, according to this story, he was buried. I, I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong. As soon as he said Europe, I'm like, yeah, that's me. Go on. <laughs> Okay, the legend goes that he would be seen by the local townspeople at night following his death. He would allegedly rise from his grave and walk through the town. He would choose a door and knock on it. Within three days, an occupant of that house would die. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, can you imagine? I'm a housekeeper and I knock on about 30 doors a day. Can you imagine? <laughs> uh, that would be a pretty nifty serial killer. <laughs> What's your MO? <laughs> I just knocked your doors. Yeah, I just like to clean up the lush. Screw you. <laughs> and I've just written a little note to myself. Dubious considering the population of the town. So apparently he would knock on all these doors and then within three days someone would die. So apparently he did this for years and years and years. So I don't know. Oh, so I have my doubts. Okay, yes. Ivana, the wife, also claimed to see her deceased husband. He would regularly visit her at her bedroom window with a creepy smile on his face while appearing to be gasping for breath. Yuck. (laughs) That's hot. I've seen so many men do that just on the street. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Some versions of the story claim that he would sexually assault his wife. Oh, what a creep. This guy sucks. As we like to say, this guy. This guy. (laughs) This guy. The townspeople and Father Giorgio prayed relentlessly for Yure to cease his torment of the village. After 16 years, the people asked Father Giorgio to do something about it. Was there anyone left after 16 years? This is what my question is. (laughs) I am highly suspicious of this story. Population of two left. Maybe that's why there's Father Giorgio freaking out. (laughs) Oh my God, oh my God. Please. So they had decided that he was what was known as a strigoi. Good pronunciation. Also known as a strigon or a strigoon. Now, if you've seen the TV show The Strain, which I'm a big fan of, it's kind of a lesser known vampire show. Have you seen it? It's rad. (laughs) (laughs) So you'd be familiar with this term if you've seen The Strain. So The Strain is, um, it's got, I'll tell you who it's got in it. It's got um, the guy that played Walder Frey. In Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. He was also in the Harry Potter movies. Which one yep. did he play in Harry Potter? Uh, he, You know the, the housekeeper with the creepy cat? The scruffy cat? Oh, Filch. Filch. Mr. Filch. I love Filch. So he's in it. He's like this professor and he's like 200 years old and he's been trying to catch these Strigoi mm-hmm. since the 17th century. So like the rabid vampires, like... Well, actually, they're kind of alien. Like, they have, like, this big thing that comes out of their throat and it kind of, like, opens up like a flower and it kind of latches onto you. Oh, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, The Strain. If you can find it, it's worth a watch. I I really like it. I really like it. 
Anyway, so Father Giorgio, he was praying one night when Jure Grando appeared before him. The priest held up a crucifix and ordered him to stop his reign of terror in the name of Jesus Christ. Yikes. Jure appeared to be affected by the crucifix and was driven back to the cemetery. The mayor gathered together nine men to track down Jure. They dug up his grave to find a perfectly preserved body with colour in its cheeks and that creepy smile on its face. Oh, yuck. One story I read stated that the men were so afraid they ran away and returned later. I'm just imagining them like, <laughs> you do it. No, you go in. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, come on, boys, let's go. <laughs> I'll just stay and watch guard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got a voicemail. I'll be there in a second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of the men repeatedly tried to stab Yure in the stomach with a wooden stick. In the stick. stomach. Well, I mean, it was the first vampire, so maybe they they hadn't read the books yet. But if you're killing someone, you wouldn't aim for their stomach. You'd aim for their chest or like... Or their head. (laughs) Yeah, like, let's go for their bowels. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, that is kind of dumb, isn't it? It is dumb. (laughs) There was only seven of them left, so... (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he he tried to... um, stab him in the stomach with a wooden stick but the flesh was hard and the stick kept bouncing back oh mate finally <laughs> finally one of the other men cut Yure's head off with an axe there we that'll go. do it <laughs> in some stories they say it was a saw and oh. some stories they say it was an axe Okay. This, Two very different things. But, uh, you know. They cut his head off. Yeah. His head was off. <laughs> yeah. okay. This caused Yure to scream and blood gushed from his body, filling the coffin. Ooh, that sounds so hot. Uh, that is... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love it. That's we have his bath time just there. Yeah, right I know. There. They filled the grave and Yure Grando no longer terrorized the village of Kringa. In 1689, an extensive encyclopedia was published called The Glory of the Duchy of Carnolia. Carniola. Carniola. <laughs> Chris, how is it pronounced? She's just making shit up now. <laughs> yes. Written by scientist Johann Weichard von Valvasor. Damn, there's a lot of V's in that name. It's, it's, it's quite cool. The book covered the history, geography, medicine, theology, and folklore of the, re- of the region. Through interviews and word of mouth, he was the first author to document the legend of Yure Grando. Just some interesting further points on the concept of the Strigoi. Mm-hmm. The name has Latin roots which relate to owls and cool. also to, you'll like this, blood parasites. Oh, I love parasites, in Aww. case you didn't know. That's cute. <laughs> the Venetian word striga also means witch. So so owl blood parasite witch yeah that's vampire sick <laughs> kind of yeah it kind of that's all actually sort of really makes sense. cool like owls nighttime oh i love um, you know blood sucking and observing people while they sleep that kind of thing i love that it's cool i mm. love that's yeah new burlesque name owls that sexually assault people yes i don't know where that part came <laughs> <Yes>. in but <laughs> So in French, the word, and I'll spell it, S-T-R-Y-G-E. Strig. 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 
relates to a bird woman who sucks the blood of children. Wow. In Romanian, the word literally means one risen from the grave, apparently. I like this. Uh, In the 19th century, a book called... Oh, my God. Here we go, Gemma. Deep breath. (laughs) Datinile Popurulai Roman La In Morm Antari. That's pretty good. I feel like you probably said it wrong, but it sounded really hot, so it doesn't matter. It sounds good. As soon as you rolled your R, I was like... Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So this book, which I'm not going to say again, was published, which surmised a man could become a Strigoi if he, A, was the seventh child of the same sex, B, leads a life of sin, C, (laughs) dies without being married, that sucks, (laughs) D, dies by execution for perjury, E, dies by suicide, or F, dies from a witch's curse. Wait, so it's either... either any of them or all of so, them all together? Like you no, have no, to no. tick all those boxes? No, you don't have to tick them all. No, it's just like, say, if you live a life of sin, you might come back as a strigoi. Or if you have a witch's curse put on you, you might come back as a... You Random. Know, yeah. Okay. Here is a method used by the Romanians to get rid of a strigoi. One, <laughs> exhume the strigoi. It's <laughs> Two, remove its heart and cut it in two. Three, drive a nail into its forehead. <laughs> Four, put garlic under its tongue. Ooh. Yum. <laughs> Five, smear the body with fat from a pig killed on the 17th of October. What? Random. <laughs> because it's Saint, Saint Ignatius Day. So too bad if there's a vampire and it's like June. Yeah, or it's the October 18th. <laughs> You're going yeah. yeah. to have to Damn wait. Yeah. Damn it. He'll kill like 30 people in that time. Uh, what number? One, two, three, four, five, six. Turn it face down in the coffin. So if it wakes, it will be facing the direction of the afterlife. Oh, Oh, I don't That's have any confusing. more writing. I love how if it woke up, it'd be like, oh, wow, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> this dark side of the box looks completely different to the other side, dark side of the box. I couldn't possibly turn myself around. <laughs> and that is the story of Yuri Grando, the first recorded vampire. Ooh. Oh, that I was like a it. weird sound I made. <laughs> Srigoi! Yes, yes. It <laughs> Garlic under your tongue. I'm actually allergic to the sun and I'm allergic to silver. Uh-huh. Fact. Isn't that more of a werewolf thing? No, it's silver isn't silver with Sorry, vampires. please explain to us. We look at our vampire. Yeah, well, there's it's different in every every book, lore. every law, every, yeah. yeah. Silver, silver bullets are werewolves. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Some silver stakes exist and then some people uh, believe that it has to be a wooden stake. Okay. I'm trying to think, is silver brought up in Buffy? Oh, and then if we do like the Anne Rice rule, you wouldn't <laughs> yes. be fast enough to stake a vampire anyway, unless you were a vampire. So I love Anne Rice. Yeah, because yeah, in Anne Rice, they usually get decapitated, they're don't bad. they? Or burn. Yeah, they yeah. are. Some, some vampires are like pussies. It's like, mm. oh, here's a cross. And they're like. So yeah. if you oh. watch, when you watch Twilight, were you like wanting to kill yourself? <laughs> Look, um, I'll say this Twilight I think is like a good uh, romance film if you're about 
13 years old. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But they should probably shouldn't have advertised it as like a vampire horror. Yes. Oh, drama. God, they advertised it as a horror movie? Yeah, well, I think they tried to go down that avenue Yuck. with it. Yeah. America. It's terrible. <laughs> Kristen Stewart. Mm. You know Robert Patterson apparently stinks in real life? Like, he doesn't shower. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he Now that you say stinks. that, he kind of looks like that kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, once you hear that, you, you're like, <laughs> But no, he doesn't, apparently he doesn't shower. <sighs> no wonder she's a lesbian. No. <laughs> And we're back. We're so back. From the dead. (laughs) We never left. Yeah, we did. Okay, guys, hold on to your underwear. No, actually, no, don't hold on. This is not a, a sexy story, so hold on to um your weapon. Yes, your your blood smoothies. That's I have my, a four pin. Yeah, she has a four. <laughs> pin. That's my my clue. Blood smoothie. Ew. Yum. Yes. Yes. Very um mixed emotions. I am covering the story of the vampire of Sacramento, Ooh. Richard Chase. Ooh. Does it ring anyone's bells? I have heard of the story, but I would not say that I know the ins and outs of it. This is gross. Do you know about this one, Sky? I have heard of this one. Yeah. But okay. I'm keen to listen. Oh, cool. Okay. okay. All right. Shock Quite me. Gross. No spoilers. Okay. Here we go. So Richard Chase was born in Santa Clara, California in May 23rd, 1950, and was a weird kid from the get-go. By the age of 10, he was already displaying signs of the famous McDonald triad of wetting the bed, setting things on fire, and animal cruelty. Ah, we know where this is going. Yes. Yes. Um, They've also, I think, added a fourth one, and that is... Uh, If you're a boy and very early on your mother dresses you as a girl and, like fully pretends that you're a girl and, and like addresses you like a girl mm. a lot of serial killers have had like their mother henry lee lucas yeah there's been a few um, yes that's i think awkward. potentially john wayne gacy i think you're right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah wow yeah their mums have like dressed them up and changed their names and I'm worried now. My uncle was dressed in, in girls' clothes for like the first two years of his life because they thought he was. They, well, the ultrasound, they were like, it's a girl. So oh my God. pink, everything. Oh my God. <laughs> Hang on. So his parents kind of got used to the idea of having a girl. Well, yeah. So well, they just they, didn't have any like traditionally blue. Well, everyone thought stuff. it was a girl. They they found out the gender and they were told it's a girl. What? Um and then You mean the doctor didn't yeah. know what a penis was? Oh, well, my look. cousin's doctor got it wrong. Yeah. She thought she was having a girl and then at the last second they were like, "Oh, it's a boy." Maybe Surprise. the penis like pops out last. Yeah. Yeah, cuz they're internal, aren't they? I don't Yeah. Okay. So they got it wrong. They got it wrong. And but yeah, that so doesn't explain why the parents Is your uncle weird? Yeah, but I don't think he's a serial killer. I think there's a lot of weird uncles. <laughs> You've got a weird I've uncle. I've got a weird... Oh, I've got a bad weird uncle. Yeah. He's a murderer. So, yeah, he is weird. Okay. I've, I've, got a, I've got a weird uncle. He lives in Thailand. Oh, really? Uh, do I, I, no, I've got a couple of weird uncles, yeah. Everyone's yeah. got a weird uncle. Weird it's uncle. a thing. It's a thing. You have to have yeah. The weird uncle. I don't yeah. think he was old enough to know he was in, like, frilly pink, though. So maybe he just got away with that wow mm. i wonder like at what point they kind of thought right we're gonna put some shorts on you and 
Um, he was the fourth born, so I think it was just like, eh, we oh, already have hand. this stuff, so yeah. oh, right. this is what you're wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. <laughs> but like Henry Lee Lucas, like his mother would literally send him to school in a dress and he would yes. curl, she would curl his hair. Yeah, there's there's a few others. Like, I guess to humiliate him, I suppose. Yeah, it's like a weird mum thing. Yeah. Um, as Richard grew older, he started developing hypochondria, regularly complaining about his heart, which would stop beating, or that someone stole his pulmonary artery. Stole it? Yeah. Yeah. So bad signs for a kid to be saying that your heart Poor stopped thing. and people are... St- yeah, exactly. <laughs> and people are stealing your body parts. Um, he'd regularly hold oranges against his head because he thought that he could absorb vitamin C into his brain via diffusion. So he was showing some kind of worrying signs that if your kid was doing this stuff, you'd be like, okay, I'm going to take you to the doctor. Yeah, I'm just going to keep an eye on that. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, He also thought that his cranial bones had separated and were moving around his body. So he shaved his head so he could watch them moving around. Okay, so that's the point for me, what I'm thinking, right? This this, this kid has some It's not like a cute kid being like oranges. But we we later find out that his mum is just a moron. Okay. Okay. So I'm like, I'm sorry, but I blame a lot of this on her. She could have come in earlier and prevented what he's about to do because he's one of the worst... Serial killers, I've heard. So he was born in 1950, so we're talking about the 50s. I'm wondering if maybe this was sort of a a time when... Totally. You didn't really want to admit that you had a a, a A child that had... A problem kid, uh, yeah. Problems. Totally, totally. Um, After convincing himself that his mum was poisoning him, he moved into an apartment. Okay, so he's a little bit older, obviously. Okay. His roommates complained that he was constantly high and drunk, as well as almost constantly walking around naked, despite guests being there. He refused to change, so his roommates moved out, leaving Richard to to catch and kill various animals, disemboweling them, then either eating them raw or the carcass, or mixing the raw organs with Coca-Cola into a blender and drinking, believing that in doing this, he was preventing his heart from shrinking. Oh, my God. So we're we're really descending into actual insanity at this point. Oh, he is... um, So there's psychopathy, and then... Come on, Chris, you're the criminologist. Psychopathy and... Sociopathy? Yeah. Sociopathy? I think that's... Yeah, so psychopathy is when god people are going to come after me psychopathy is like an actual condition where they they still know that it's bad but they do it anyway yeah whereas um, sociopath is completely separated completely out of touch with reality like they are nuts completely insane okay um, yep. I'm going to fix that in housekeeping next week. But from the top of my head that I think that there's like a very big difference. Someone like Richard Chase, who is insane and doesn't realize what he's doing is different. And then mm. someone like Ted Bundy, who's a psychopath. Who's more of a manipulator. Yeah. Who knows how to manipulate, knows what he's doing is bad. So he's hiding it. Like he like... Richard is literally like covering himself in blood and walking around an apartment and that's him dealing with thinking that his body's mutating itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that makes floating sense. around his body. Yeah. So he's he's crazy. He's batshit crazy. <laughs> I mean, I know that this guy, you're going to tell me about this guy doing terrible things, but 
we're sympathising at I the moment. I feel very sorry for him. Like, yeah. This is a person that should have been put into care. 100%. Not that there would have been great care around that time. But no. still any intervention. Take him to a yeah. psych ward. Something. Like when someone is this from the get-go is already like eating raw animals and, you know, holding oranges to his head as a kid and just ta- just intervene yeah all the signs are there that something bad is going to happen it's just a case of not if but when yeah well yeah well that's it no one wanted to be around him Mm -hmm. um so he could get away with doing weird shit and his mum was just i think she just like turned the other cheek do you know about his family life was there no dad i don't know what happened to his dad i don't think he had siblings but from what i can get he he, it was just him and his mum. okay yeah um, he progressed to injecting rabbit's blood into his veins, but eventually was involuntarily committed to a psychiatric ward in 1973. Thank Christ. Okay. There he got the nickname Dracula due to his obsession with consuming blood. He'd often be caught breaking the necks of birds he caught through the window of the ward, where he'd then drink their blood. He would also steal syringes from the nurses and extract blood from therapy dogs. Jeez. So he was obsessed. Oh my God. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe he just had like really bad iron levels. Well, that could be it. Mixed with insanity. <laughs> yeah, had two bad mixes. In 1976, Richard was soon diag- diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia, which I think we could all kind of see, see especially coming. being off medication in his younger life. Like, uh, Jesus, like mate Mm -hmm. and after being forced to follow a routine of medications he was deemed no longer a threat to society and in 1976 was released back to his mother's care so he three years yeah he'd been on meds stabilizing so he's 26 now yeah yeah okay Unfortunately, Richard's mum started to wean him off his prescribed medication. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. Stupid woman. And found him a new apartment. Things started to repeat itself again, and the roommates Richard began renting the flat with ended up leaving, resulting in Richard being left on his own. In 1977. It's just at this point where it's a ticking time bomb. It really, like, you can just see him yeah. going downhill. There's no good that could come out of the situation that he's in. Mm hmm. It's horrible. Okay. It's horrible. Um, In mid-1977, police sighted a naked Richard completely covered in blood dancing on the top of a hill in Pyramid Lake, Nevada. Oh, my God. Now, that's like a famous... If you've heard the Richard Chase case, everyone knows him dancing on the top of a hill covered in blood. I don't really know this case, to be honest. It's pretty hardcore. I've heard of it, but I, I don't know about that. It's weird. Not many people, they know the name, but they don't really know, like, the extent of it. He's an example of a serial killer that is just insane. Mm-hmm. Like, like you could c- compare him to like a rabid dog. Wow. Just, just done. Mm-hmm. Um, they found his truck, which had a bucket of blood and a liver. They soon discovered that the liver was that of a cow's and no charges were made. So, I mean, what could they do? Yeah. In the 70s. Mm. The first known murder victim by Chase was that of Ambrose Griffin, a 51-year-old father of two. He was shot in a drive-by shooting on the 29th of December, 1977, which I think is a really weird kill. Shooting. Drive-by shooting. Yeah. Um, I would have thought he'd go for something more personal. Yeah. I thought that was a really weird... But apparently a lot of killers start off by doing a shooting. Okay. It's easy. Like, test the waters. Yeah. Yep. 
I I hate I I just hate people who shoot. Like I hate people who murder. Don't get me wrong, but I think shooting like it's a bit of a cop out. I was gonna it, say that it's biz- it's a really weird one. Mm. I, I'm a bit weird about that. Like yeah, like shooting someone, it's just walking past, bang, and keep walking like he there's no process to that there's there's no he's not in that example he's not really a process killer or a product killer he's just doing it just for the the thrill of it it. yeah i think it's real i think it's a weird one Hmm. after this murder he attempted to break into some houses succeeding in one invasion where he urinated in the drawers of their baby's room as well as taking a shit in the baby's cot the hell yeah okay (laughs) <laughs> uh, luckily, he was chased away by the homeowners, but he literally broke in, went through all the stuff, peed in the baby's like clothing stuff. drawer, and yeah. then pooped on the bed. So I'm thinking, like, yeah, he's got issues with his parents. Yeah. First victim being like middle-aged man, yeah, father figure. True. Maybe. Did he stalk this person first? No. Or did he just at random shoot somebody? Random. Right. Yeah. Mm. Random. It's yeah. It's scary. On the 23rd of January, 1978, the real gory stuff started to happen. Richard broke into a home of Teresa Wallin, who was three months pregnant. He shot her, then raped her dead body, meanwhile stabbing her. He then pulled the fetus out and played with that. He cut off one of her nipples and drank her blood. He then went outside, found dog poo, and then returned to the body, stuffing the dog poo down her throat. Okay. Okay. Why? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's just we've, completely we've... the murders themselves. Like it went from a shooting. Yeah. It's escalated quickly. Such an escalation of so, such a horrendously gory. Yeah. Not just overkill act. of the body. Yeah. It's but complete overkill. It's like desecration of a body. Yeah. And then the baby body and then going outside and finding dog poo and coming back and putting that inside the mother's throat. Yeah, that that shows um, pre. What do it's you call it? Just a lot of anger. There's just like a lot of. You you wouldn't say that that would be a passionate kill. That would be very. What's the word pre? Um, like um, uh, empted, premeditated. Yeah, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's premeditated. I think it's more of sounds a process kill. Yeah, I think it was quite spontaneous. I literally think he just rocked into this woman's house. Just, just winging it. Broke in, stormed her, mm-hmm. stabbed her, and then just played with the body for hours. That's insane. And it, was, it wasn't it was like, um, for example, Dharma, that was a product kill because he wanted the body. He wanted them to die as quick as and as painless as he could so he could then play with the body like dennis nilson uh jeffrey dharma sorry yeah 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 but Where, like like, dennis, yeah, yeah, yeah. like they would hang out with the body for yeah. like a week they didn't afterwards. care how the they like jeffrey said he didn't like killing right he just wanted the body didn't want them to leave yeah mm-hmm. but with richard chase the whole process is what's what he's loving mm. okay from raping stabbing then playing with the baby's body, then going out and continuing it by bringing dog poo in and putting it in the body, like so, like instinctual sort of like just doing what, yeah, what he's feels just, right at the time. He's just at this point, he's just like crazy, yeah, crazy. Oh, we've jumped off the cliff of sanity. Yeah, he's at this done. Point. He's out. Yeah. Okay. Only a few days later, on the twenty seventh of January, Chase broke into a house of a thirty eight year old Evelyn Miroth. As he entered the house, he ran into Danny Meredith 
who he shot dead, stealing his wallet and car keys. He then shot Evelyn, shot her six-year-old son, Jason, then David Ferreira, a 22-month-year-old nephew. After shooting the family, Richard mutilated Evelyn, raped her dead body, and ate some of her body parts, as well as drank her blood. (sighs) During this, Richard heard knocking on the door, so he fled, taking the body of the 22-month-year-old and stole Danny's car, leaving perfect footprints and handprints all over the house in Evelyn's blood. Mm. So he's not thinking. No. There's no, like... How am I going to get away with this? Like, he's leaving DNA everywhere. If you actually... I'll put the images on Instagram, but they're perfect footprints. It sounds like he's in, like... The brain such of a, a child is just like... Yeah, such a state of psychosis. It is such a state... That's exactly right. It's such a state of psychosis that it's like almost routine like it's like it's like us cleaning up the house or moving things around our house i was gonna say almost completely opposite almost like a stream of consciousness set of events like now i'm gonna shoot you now i'm gonna shoot you now i'm gonna shoot you now i'm gonna steal this child yeah i'm gonna steal the car now i'm gonna run down the street yeah it's almost just, just let's just create as much chaos as we possibly can and yeah. then not even consider the consequences. Yeah, there to was other no consideration of consequence. Um there was no plan to it. I mean, he's carrying a gun, so obviously there's like a an a part of him that knows he's gonna go out and kill. Mm-hmm. But like the his MO is so off. He goes from shooting to completely like stabbing and stabbing to overkill and then you know back to just shooting and it's odd isn't it's it it's really weird this guy it's cra- he's crazy um uh, richard made it back to his flat um where he took david's body to the bathroom he cracked open the skull into the bath and ate some of the brain oh my god he then cut off the boy's penis where he then used it as a straw to suck up blood from the corpse Okay. Officially insane. Yeah. Yes. He then cut up sections of the boy's body where he blended them into a smoothie, later dumping the boy behind a church. Jeez. Yeah. And um, you can see the images of the smoothie. He, there's like, his kitchen was literally, his house was covered in blood. So he killed the family, stole the car, took the the nephew. Took the kid who was already shot. Yeah. Back to his house. Back to his house. And is that where police caught up with him? Yeah. Okay, right. Do you think it's like a blood fetish? Like he's I'm, getting some sort of sexual gratification from I think from he's, both obs- he's been obsessed with blood yeah. he since it's he was little. Like he, he thinks he needs like I think he, it, needs, he it. needs that he he th- uh, he think he needs to continuously put blood in his body because he's still got high, he's schizophrenic and he's a hypochondriac mm. who is constantly like I'm dying, I need blood, um, I need to replace blood in my body. Uh, he was still experiencing all the, like, the I'm missing body parts and, mm. you know. So um, I think late I read somewhere that he constantly needed to drink blood just because he thought that he was dying and he needed blood. I'm- I don't know if it was sexual. Okay. I mean, with the female victims, it would have been, but... Well, yeah, he's raping the bodies, but, yeah. like, as far as the boy, I don't think he ever... 
raped the the kids. No. I read an article this morning um, where I don't know where it is in the world, but there is a new trend happening where people are choosing to have blood transfusions and what they're putting into their body is, quotation marks, young blood. Oh, wow. Okay. As like to replenish your body with, with, with the blood of someone who is younger. So I'm wondering if he took the child, the younger of the all of them, because he thought that the child's blood might be the most, the more nutritious. Potentially, potentially. I mean, he, when he ate the part, the different parts of the women, it was from their breasts. Like maybe that has yep. something to do with it. Um, yeah. You never know. That reminds me of um, stem cell infusions, which yep. is also f- derived from umbilical cords of babies Mm -hmm. and it used to Mm -hmm. come from aborted babies too right it's like this huge facet like this craze of people wanting newborn or like super young yep i mean it worked for elizabeth bathory so exactly that's where and same with um yeah her and the that madame lalaurie oh yeah 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 so it goes back yeah ages yeah, people are having like blood facials now as well. Yeah, it's their own blood though, so that's mm. not as weird. Yeah, it's not as so. It's almost like this very deep rooted psychological belief that you know blood is or, or umbilical fluid is is just this life giving. Yeah, it's pure. Fluid. It's, you know, mm. um, the blood is the life. Yeah, well, that's Dracula. It. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense to me. It makes sense. Mm. Um, I know this is really hardcore of me to say, but like the purest blood would be a baby's blood or mm-hmm. like a young kid's blood. Well, that's where ethics comes involved. One hundred percent, like yeah. ethically, just because it just no, because I, it God, scientifically I'm, might make sense doesn't make it ethical. No, well, not at one hundred percent. You know, like excreting the um um, um the blood from aborted babies is horrendous, and in, in you know, mm. um, but. It, it happened yep. in the early 2000s. Like, you know, I think it's been present throughout history. Mm-hmm. Practices like that. Oh, you go, when you go traveling, like, you know, it, it, when you go to Asia, you'll see at the chemists, like, um, there's this thing, lamb's uh, umbilical fluid. Mm. It'll be like face creams. Yeah. And there'll be stacks of it. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. yeah it's like, uh, sorry, uh, sheep's umbilical fluid. Yeah, gross. Yeah, yeah I'm not just, saying I want to be rubbing on my face. Mm, just get some um, <laughs> oh, aloe vera is fine. The, yeah, just get some aloe vera, guys. Beauty, people mm. will go to quite extreme lengths. Yeah. Mm. People need to chill they out. They need to chill out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, Richard was finally arrested where the police literally found, like, like I said, the whole apartment was head to toe in blood. It stunk. The cutlery and the drawers were covered in old blood. Oh my God. Um, again, the blender full of blood. It was literally a horror scene. Yeah. Like, and it's sad. It is sad because he was just so mentally ill. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he was drunk and he was on drugs and it was like, that is a proper example of, unmedicated psychosis mm-hmm. with mm. no care he was completely let down yeah, yeah and there were there's i've read that there were there was instances where richard rocked up to his mother's doorstep with like the bodies of dead cats where he would stand there and he'd bite into the cat 
in front of the mum and she'd just shut the door and walk off. She was like, yeah, not today. Wow. It's like, lady, you saw this before he started murdering people. And it didn't occur to you. And she just, to... he's eccentric. I don't know right. what she said. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's it's... a troubled child. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like you said, she's a moron. She's a moron. Do you think maybe she had some psychological issues Potentially. as well? That's a I mean, point. schizophrenia. I mean, what sort is, of mum says, I'm going to take you off your meds. Yeah. Oh, darling, mm-hmm. I'm just going to wean them. you off your. Yeah. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Bad lady. Um, January 2nd, 1979, the trial saw that Richard Chase had murdered six people and the jury decided to send him to die in the gas chamber at San Quentin. 1980, inmates were constantly pressuring Richard to kill himself purely because they hated being around him. Right. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Why was that, does it say? Oh, he'd, he'd be an absolute crazy person oh god can you imagine the stuff that i mean he'd be him, getting up to? yeah him living in his actual apartment he was naked he was mm. you know imagine him in a jail probably cell. bodily fluids everywhere all over this place yeah i i don't know if they would have had him medicated he probably did weird stuff to them all the time so he wasn't actually in a mental wing he was moved Men- mental. he actually after he went out. to jail at San Quentin, he was moved to a psychiatric ward, but then they moved him back to jail. They moved him back to San Quentin. Was that probably after he got the de- death sentence? They were like, let's just chuck him in here. I think, yeah, I think he was copping so much hell from San Quentin that they quickly put him in the psych ward. But then for some reason, they sent him back to San Quentin where he then committed suicide in oh. the, uh, 1980, December 26. How did he do it? Yeah, how did he uh, do it? An overdose on medication. So there you go. Okay. He was okay. medicated. Do you think it was intended to be a suicide? Or do you think it was accidental? No, I think he's committed suicide. Okay. I think. I mean, my opinion, he was obviously on medication. So maybe he was starting to um, realize the extent of what he was doing when he was off meds mm-hmm. that he felt so horrendous about it he committed suicide you know what I mean it could be any number of reasons it could be anything could be anything but my opinion is once he was medicated and he started realizing the extent of his crimes and what he was doing off medication and in the prime of his psychosis maybe he just went jesus christ like i'm a monster either that or maybe you know he 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 started thinking his brain his his cranium was breaking up again his skull was breaking up again or maybe his heart was stopping or maybe he it could have been anything god where the hell were the um the security while they were providing him medication like you don't know if they they would have been in on it like you don't it's like jeffrey epstein exactly Mm. totally like jeffrey epstein fell asleep yeah yeah they fell asleep (laughs) that's a whole other episode oh i'm gonna do i'm gonna cover jeffrey epstein (laughs) uh if you guys want to know about jeffrey epstein wondery the podcast yeah um, platform yeah they did the mysterious Jeffrey Epstein or whatever it is. Yes. It is incredible. I think I've subscribed to it, but I haven't listened to Listen it yet. Listen to it. Wondery is where it's at. Yeah, they do really good they podcasts. They do really, really... I'd recommend Dr. Death too. Oh, yes. I've listened to part of that. I it's found so it a little good. bit gross, so it's I didn't listen to it. my favorite. We were just talking about like mutilating babies. 
Yeah, this one's not. No, there's a hardcore. There's something hardcore that happens in Dr. Death. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone, but it was one podcast where I actually, I was driving and I like fully gagged when I heard what happened, what this doctor did. Oh, really? So completely recommend it for those who are like, yes, <laughs> creepy let's, stuff. Let's yeah, it. it's nuts. He's still alive too. So, Ooh. Oh, God. Yikes. Anyway, guys, that's the story of um, the vampire of Sacramento. That was nuts. He's gross. Yeah, that look is him up. Crazy. He's literally what you'd imagine him to look like too. Oh, my God. He, like a skull. Yeah, mm. he's... He's pretty gross. Gives vampires a bad name. It does. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just want to uh, add a disclaimer. So um, at the Vampy Show, we don't condone the eating of babies. Or, or There's just not enough blood in them. So oh, I, I love her. Can we keep her? You can come back. We just need to like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's a good little sound bite we can use later on. Yeah. Just um, isolate that. Put it in like <laughs> the show intro. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming along, Sky. Yeah, thanks for um, having me. It's where can great. people find you on yes, the um, internet? Promote yourself. Yeah, the internet everywhere. Um, so Instagram, Sky Medusa. Uh, Facebook, we have the Vampire Show. And it's show. Sky S K Y E. Yes. Yes. Um, or you can just search the Vampire Show. Uh, v A M P I. Yes. And yeah, subscribe to the YouTube channel because we've got really cool stuff coming up. Yay. Awesome. Yeah. That's right. Do you have any like pin up shows or anything, your upcoming gigs? The Vampy Show is consuming my life right Amazing. now. Amazing. <laughs> so all the online stuff, filming, everything. And- yeah. Oh, we have the Vampy Show calendar coming out as well. That is something <gasps> else I will pimp out. Oh, how fun. Yeah, oh, my God. I'll give you guys one. So, um, all new photos. Um, some sets you've seen before we've got like uh some secret sets that no one's ever seen before that we'll be releasing so um yeah so that's That's something else exciting 2020 is gonna be your year it is the year of the vampire Mm -hmm. and whatever we do my year of the fridge year of the the furby no (laughs) (laughs) yikes all All right right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. We'll see don't, you again don't next kill week. People. Don't kill cats. Don't kill people. Don't kill cats. And for if- God's sake, get your cat neutered. Yes. And vaccinate your little brats. Yeah. <laughs> I heartily agree. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 story about drinking blood at a vet clinic everyone for a blooper okay um i used to be a vet nurse and when i was training when i was finishing my like um in-house training stuff what's it called what's it called when you call it placement placement um there's a certain um routine you do where you extract blood and then you have to from the blood you have to extract the plasma and that goes into like a spinny thing and Etc. Etc. Anyway, my, the head vet nurse was teaching me how to extract the blood from the actual vial. Yeah, and it's this tiny little glass tube, like super small. <laughs> and how did it get into your mouth? No. She was curious. Okay. So <laughs> you got the big vial, 
<laughs> then you've got this tiny little like glass thread tube and you're meant to suck in just a tiny bit with your mouth. Not not the blood in your mouth, right? You just go tiny little bit from the vial into the glass. You suck in a tiny bit. Yeah. And then you're meant to blow it out into a slide, right? Yeah, that seems a bit budget. It is budget. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. Like, that, don't you have like the little dropper things? To, that, like, I look. I don't know why we did it this way, but this is how it was done. I feel like it was just like an initiation. That yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Maybe they just made. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they took the they fired me in the end, so they were probably taking the piss. Oh but God. um, then you met, were meant to blow the blood the blood onto this tray. I just completely did the opposite and I sucked the sucked whole vial of blood up <laughs> into my mouth. And what was it? A cat's blood? It was a dog. It a was dog. like a cavalier. And um, and I'm such a <laughs> dork a and pedigree. I'm not good with like handling like awkward situations that I just started laughing. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and no one laughed. Everyone just stood there and gate like that. Girls hated me there. Oh they hated God. me there. Yeah, it was probably their dog. <laughs> I think the client was in the other room, and uh, I'm like, oh, <laughs> like trying to <laughs> spit this blood out, and um, Yo. and then I lost my oh job at about two weeks after. <laughs> At least you tried. I tried so hard. Tried too hard. I tried too hard. Bless your heart. Kids, don't follow your dreams because you'll fail. Life is a shit sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) And every day... You take a you take another bite until you die, right? Another vial of dog blood. Another vial of dog blood. Yeah. So... Look at me now. I'm a housekeeper and a stripper. So and a podcaster. <laughs> and a podcaster. Everyone wants to be a podcaster. Everyone wins. <laughs> oh, and we're number one. We're number one at our station. podcast. Yeah, take that, cricket. Boom. And religion. I don't know the other local podcasts. No footy. offense. I don't listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm anyway. fading us out. You don't have to say goodbye, I'm going to fade it.